Yeah. Happy Friday to you, Celine. How you feeling? Happy Friday. Feeling great, buddy. You feel good? Roars to you, M? There it is. Okay, good. Wanted to make sure I got Buenos dias. Hey, buenos dias. How are you getting this? Did, did Cody quit? Is he not coming around anymore? Uh, What's going on? Uh, it's complicated. <laughs> oh, we got to okay. figure some things yeah. out. All right. I didn't <laughs> want to make well, a complicated situation change. worse. Here's what happened. He worked, he worked a couple days with us, and then he requested two weeks off. <laughs> yeah. He requested vacation. Well, he was here every day, and yeah. then he's just- Two days. I think next week we're going to get, uh, okay. get uh, a little more sound. consistent. He was doing the uh, highlights yesterday for the Lakers game, and I think he'll probably have that again. Oh, so. yeah. You got another, you got another game tonight. Got another game. Super Bowl coming up here in a couple of days. Laker game tonight. The Super Bowl thing is like, I don't know. It's it's awesome because it's Super Bowl. It's always fun. You get to eat a little bit, get to drink a little bit. But then there's no football until August. Oh, no, it's the worst. Yeah, that's the worst part about it. M hit it a couple weeks ago where she said, I think you had mentioned it too, the best weekend of the NFL playoffs, right? It was the – It's the divisional round. The divisional round. You got two on Saturday, two on Sunday. I I don't even know what to do with those weekends. Now – we're basically like we went from eating at a really nice buffet to we get one dish. You get the and you get you a really good steak. That damn dish. <laughs> yeah, but it's because that's when it. it's gone, you're not ordering anything else after that. No doubt, no doubt. So what'd you make of it? What'd you make of the uh, the ceremony? Yeah. What'd you make of the statue? What'd you make of the because you know we get to watch it on TV, obviously. But then yep. being in the building last night for you, obviously, mm-hmm. ton going on because of the Kobe Bryant statue unveiling. It was you know him with his finger in the air, which yep. was one of the things that we we all kind of talked about. What'd you make of the whole night? So is it interesting? You know, usually we have around the NBA where the NBA trade deadline's a big deal, and we kind of <laughs> were just pushing that to the yeah. side. We're pushing that to the side that for a couple a good of reasons. Sound effect, Thank way. you. Thank Real you. Clean. Well, there's nothing. There's nothing to. What was the biggest name that moved? Yesterday. Buddy Heald? Uh, Bogdanovich. <laughs> okay, Bogdanovich? Okay, yeah, yeah great. <laughs> you know, it's like, who cares? First one was better, right? If we're like, if we're actually <laughs> yes, rating the two. Yes, but they're both clean. They're both clean. <laughs> Thank you, Emily. <laughs> Um, I, I thought, yeah, it, it's funny. You got you got a few emotions. I, it was heavy. Like if that makes sense, the the emotions it does. It's a um, it, it's probably. I thought walking into yesterday was the last time there's going to be kind of a Kobe day where everybody is involved. It's leading up to something. Um, the statue unveiling, you and I spent a lot of time talking about yesterday. We had no idea what it was going to be, so there was mm-hmm. also anticipation. What's this thing going to look like? And then as you, as it's getting ready, it's funny. <clears throat> I'm at crypto while this is going on, and maybe five minutes before it's about to start, and they have it on the Jumbotron. There, there's You're inside the building. I'm inside the building. There's basically nobody at crypto, literally nobody at crypto. There's Braun with Phil Handy taking some shots, warming yeah. up, doing whatever he's doing, right? And eventually this thing's about to start. And, and you kind of, hey, who's going to speak? Who's going to represent? Um, maybe a selfish view for me. I would have loved to see Shaq talk. He was part of TNT, so he wasn't there. I'd have loved to see Powell talk. He didn't talk. But there was great representation of Phil Jackson had one of the coolest stories that I had heard when he's talking about the story where after they won the championship, they go to uh, the Tonight Show, I think it was, and one, he said Jay Leno. I don't know if it was Jay Leno, but somebody basically kind of made fun of Adam Morrison not Kimmel, being involved. Yeah. He said Jay Leno, and somebody else was it's, telling it, me it was, it, Kimmel it was Kimmel that was doing it. It was Kimmel. So, but he said something to the effect that, you know, Phil's telling the story how he's he just wants Kobe to become a leader. Kobe, it's not, it's not yet, not yet. 
And he tells a story about how that was his proudest moment because he stuck up for Adam Morrison, who, yes, wasn't being suited up, but he was a part of the team. And Phil Jackson, his his uh, his speech ends right there, and it's like, damn, that's a good speech from Phil Jackson. Get a chance to hear stories, obviously, from Jeannie and Derek Fisher. You had it all, and then you had, okay, we still got the unveiling that's coming. Um Vanessa Bryant setting it up the way she did. Hey, you don't like this thing? Well, tough you-know-what. Kobe Bryant picked this one, so certainly was a conversation that they had in the past. It was heavy. Like, I think that's the best way that I, I, I can describe it. it was, was it heavy all night? Like, because in the building as the game was unfolding on TV, it had actually kind of like an energy to like it. Like a playoff. Yeah. Like there, there was like the LeBron Yeah, there was yeah. this... this energy that isn't there every night right mm-hmm. there there are some games are just different than others and this one was certainly different and it on tv it didn't feel heavy it felt buzzy for lack of a better word it felt like like em said this felt had like a little playoff juice to it even though it's game 53 no, it, it it had a little something it didn't feel heavy on tv inside the building was it bill for me inside the building it did feel heavy yeah. and there's certain things that happen when they cut the commercial break they're going to show – there's going to be Kobe tributes. There's going to be interviews from former sure. players that are talking about Kobe. They had one. It was like a, in the first quarter they had a, a highlight reel. And it's just some of the Kobe you know, highlights and everything else. And the crowd just starts chanting Kobe, right? And th- this is what I mean by you only have a – I don't know when this is going to happen again. I don't know when they're going to unveil the next two statues, right. which was probably the biggest surprise of everything that came out two yesterday. Two more coming. No, every main entrance at Crypto is going to have a Kobe statue. Yes, we see the one here, which had just opened up to the public, you know, and five, it's five massive, minutes ago. So it's huge. huge. It's huge. Um, so, but I, I think there were moments that were heavy, and then there was also moments like you mentioned, Trav. You're playing the Denver Nuggets. You need a win. It's a you know, it, it, it's coming down to the final two minutes of a game, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, the result looked exactly like it did. Boy, that felt familiar, didn't games. it? <laughs> I thought, Em, you, you hit it on, on the dot there. It felt like a playoff game. It looked like a playoff game. And, and it ended it, like and a playoff game. Yeah. It resembled exactly. last year. All four games last season yeah, in the Western it. Conference Finals. So I was like, it's it's if you would have told me, if you just wiped my brain and that was literally what happened last, uh, was early June, late May, yeah, I would have said that's the exact same yeah. game. It's just like yeah. the, the, the Nuggets were a better team. The Lakers were down, hung around, were there at the end, and then made some – like critical mistakes, and then they lost the game. Mm-hmm. I, I want to get to the game. I'm not brushing the game aside, but just b- before we move on to the game, what did you guys? The actual sculpture itself, like the hand up in the air, finger yep. raised, yep. and it, it. It's funny. I, I think there's always this anticipation leading up to it, and you're thinking, "Oh, it's going to be this. It's going to be that." And we're all kind of playing it out in our heads of what it might be. And then when they drop the curtain, it's yeah. Oh, okay. And it your reaction for me is always a oh. And it's a little measured and a little tempered, but the more you look at it, the more you like it. I, I think it's one of those things. And I think the fact that it was under a tent and all of those things had an, an impact on some of this. But the more I've looked at pictures of it, and now you know where we're sitting here in the studio, you can just walk 10 feet, look yeah, out the window, and see it. And yeah. see it. Mm-hmm. It's great. And, and it's it, it, the, the pose that they chose. I like that it's the white uniform. Like there's just, yeah. there's so many things about it. I'm like, I really like that. I think what's cool too is like it, maybe this will fade over time because you know that's what happens to statues; they stand the test of time in terms of weather and things like that. But you can clearly see that it says large letters, 
Kobe Bean Bryant mm-hmm. says all his accolades and yeah. you know what I'm sorry I, I forgot the phrase that he has on it but that you can see it from far away Black you can see Mamba. from our building mm-hmm. you oh, know no, when you leave the game make sure you leave a legend something like that right yeah, yeah. so yeah. You, we can't necessarily see that from we can't see from our building what uh, the you know magic one says you know but I can see it now and that's kind of it just shows how massive he is it's what? it's it's the biggest one by yeah. a few feet <laughs> it, it's uh, it's it feels and this is. Look, we can criticize the Lakers about personnel and, and all of these other things, but when it comes to that stuff, I don't know if anybody does it better. Like, And I'm not just talking here in town. I'm talking when it comes to rolling out the red carpet for legends, when it comes to putting on a show, when it comes to ceremony, when sure. it comes to pomp and circumstance, mm-hmm. nobody does it better than they do. Mm-hmm. And that statue looks like it's been there forever. It's been there for one day. It's, and it, it just, the landscape of it, it feels exactly where it's supposed to be how big it's supposed to be the pose it's supposed to be it just feels like oh that's been there forever it's been there a day it's 19 feet high (laughs) it's big (laughs) it's four thousand pounds yeah so what i liked about this is Mm -hmm. i'm watching at home and i'm watching you know everybody do their speech and then when they unveil it it just everything just made sense like the speech from uh phil you know from phil jackson uh, and you know mentioning jalen rose and and as soon as you see them do this, you know that's the 81-point 81, 81 game. Yep. Everything just kind of tied together. They just did a good job at doing that. And I, I wasn't surprised. I was like, oh, wow, that's it, it makes sense now. Everything just lined up perfectly I, just for the I, unveiling. I think the biggest surprise is the only real surprise that you can have is that there's going to be three total, right? Because that one I don't think anybody saw coming. I thought last night, and I'm going to go back to something Vanessa Bryan said, which I do think is the most important thing. That's the pose he chose. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like ultimately, at the end of the day, you know, we we played around this for a week because there were so many Kobe iconic moments that it could have been. It could have been the jersey tuck. Could have been the Boston Celtics. Could it could have been all of that. That's the one he chose. I think should have um, cemented. Yeah, that's pretty cool because yeah. his connection to that, whatever, whenever that conversation was, that's the one that he chose. I think the. Uh, uh, when it actually was unveiled, my first first impression was it was powerful. Um, I, I maybe maybe also I'm not looking at every single detail, but personally for me, I loved it. Absolutely loved yeah, it. Yeah, the reviews have been great. I don't think anybody's walking like, eh. You know, I, nobody left with that. And I think not to get too deep down the the, the thought train here. But that's what art is supposed to do, right? The more you look at it, the more you appreciate it. That the more you see the details, the more that you think about the representation of the pose and all the things that it is, as opposed to just, hey, does it look like a you know what I mean? Like going beyond just the the very obvious takeaways from it and thinking more and more about it, the better it gets. And I think that's how you know it was exactly right. And to your point, Slee, this wasn't somebody that, you know, he never said, I don't really care. And we're waiting to see. He chose that particular moment in time. So you know that he's on board with it and what it represented. It just, it felt like it hit the bullseye. I also think it's interesting that I think Vanessa talked about how, like, his, he has his daughter's name yeah, tattooed on no. his arm, which when that picture was taken, not even all of his daughters sure. were, were around yeah. yet. But that, you know, it's important to sure it is. put that part of Kobe into that. And then again, like Vanessa says, like, if you don't like it, tough ass. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it, it, that's the perfect response to yeah, it. Yeah. I like, like, <laughs> right? It's like we say on this show all the time: if you don't like it, who cares? Yeah, exactly. Because I like it. <laughs> yeah. Because he liked it, and what the rest of you and everybody else is going to love it too. Thankful. Something real quick, too, right? Yeah, something. Uh, that's right. The, yeah, five, the trophies. five trophies around it, the triangle shape. It's it, it, it's it's cool. Yeah, Some, it is cool. Yeah. Something I I thought, and you don't really know this unless you're at the game yesterday. Um, just the vibe in the building, like you guys mentioned. But you walk around the concourse, there's iconic Kobe photos. Oh, that's cool. And everyone is stopping at all. And I'm talking about there's had to have been, let's say, 20 to 30 iconic photos. And any time I, w- I took kind of a lap around the concourse in that main level, people stopped at all of them just in line. I want to take a picture next to this one. I want to take a picture next to that iconic photo. Um, anybody who walked in yesterday, everybody but Alan Sliwa walked away with a <laughs> – uh, Kobe Black Mamba jersey. Um, that's pretty amazing. You couldn't just that swipe one. Nine ninety seven got it, and Sliwa did not get one. Oh but obviously, that's uh, it, it's yeah. a special night. However you want to look at it, I think your your point about if there's one thing that this franchise just absolutely they nail it nails every time. when it's time to do something big. They I don't remember something. a time that they missed. Um, and by the way, if you want a chance to be able to see, you know, Crypto.com with this new statue. Get in line. This, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, get in line. <laughs> we can get in line right now. But That's it. It's here. We are, so, mm-hmm. BB Goes Fifth Row Fridays are back on Mason in Ireland, right, Alan? Yes. Okay, so today's the day we do the uh, pop quiz, and you could be sitting fifth row at Lakers versus Washington on February 29th. We've uh, talked to some different listeners, have, have even met them at the game. The seats are amazing. Thanks to Bibigo, the official game day snack of the Los Angeles Lakers. All right, so back to what we actually saw on the court last night. Mm-hmm. That was exceptionally familiar, and that may happen sooner than later. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Uh, this morning, out yep. that my Sunday is coming together perfectly. So yep. a little golf on Sunday morning. I've already got the Bud Lights in my outside uh, garage refrigerator, which may or may not be smuggled into the uh, golf course. Oh, no, yeah, and then fine. when we go home, the remaining Bud Lights will be consumed during the Super Bowl. So I get a little bit of the best of both worlds. Going to watch Super Bowl, going to have Perfect. my snacks, going to have my Bud Lights. Perfect. But I'm also going to play 18 holes. And I have a few Bud okay, Lights. Let, awesome. let me, let me tell pretty you, good day. That's a really good setup. Like if you could, it almost reminds me a little bit of Thanksgiving. Not that I did it this year, neither did you as well. Yeah, you get okay. Can I go get a jog in or a run in, or you do the turkey? I want and walk people get a run in. <laughs> I'm with you. 
But you kind Sorry, of um, you, you kind of will accomplish something before you actually end moving. up doing your thing. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to go swimming on Sunday morning. There you go. Go for you. So that's one thing. So Wait, can I ask a, a, a stupid sure. question? How, when you say I'm going to go swimming, do you do you just swim nonstop that for like an might hour? Be the stupidest question <laughs> I've ever heard. <laughs> what I do is I kind of one I assess how I'm feeling. I'm like, is this going to be an endurance day? Is this going to be a sprint day? Am I pushing myself? Am I just recovering, etc. So I figure out how my body's feeling, and then my brain. I'm like, okay, what is a fun a set that would be fun for me? That's going to be like get my heart rate up, and so that it kind of depends on that. And it's just sets that I liked growing up. So sets are like. When your coach is like, we're going to do five 200s okay. at this time. So I just kind of figure out. So what do you do between the 200s? Do you stand there and. So look, usually what. Like, this is what I'm getting at. Like, I get the <laughs> swimming part of it, but do you, the, so, you, when you stop, do you just chit chat with the people in the pool? What do you do? You're in the water the whole time. Okay. And I'll do my warm up, which is five 100s. And uh, I will stop and I'll have 10 seconds rest and then I'll go again. Okay. So there's clocks all around. So that's how you know the time. So like. 10 seconds, back, head back under the water, there you go. Yeah, or like 15 seconds, yeah. Okay. So usually I do like, if I'm swimming for 50 minutes, I'm probably actively swimming for 40 to 45 of those minutes. Yeah, I'd be drowned um, after 11 minutes. But that's not 11? <laughs> You're making it 11? <laughs> well, I'm not going 11. as fast as she goes, yeah. but I could, you know, I could fly. And I, I try to keep you know a know if you know pace, this about me. Cetera, yeah. I'm pretty buoyant. Like, I can float pretty good. Yeah. That the, the way that I'm built, there's it floats to the top. Yeah, I don't really chat. I don't really have the breath to chat. But yes, on Sunday too, I'm gonna go to a Super Bowl party, and uh, a lot of my friends are not huge football fans, but they are Super Bowl ad fans because they become part of the canon of you know all of our lives. So I'm gonna play some of the iconic Super Bowl ads for you, and I took out whatever product it is. So okay, you know they'll be talking about something, and they'll say, "Why don't you try a blank?" I okay. took that out, okay? So I want to see who can get what product it is first. Okay. All right, do you guys want something from the 2000s or from the 2010s first? Dealer's choice. All right, Al, do you have a preference? Uh, let's 2000. go 2000s. 2000s, all right, all right. He graduated that. He graduated that. During my high all right. school ceremony. I'm going to play it now, and then whoever has it first, say their name, and I'll, then you can play it after it's done, okay? Yep. Ready? Able to pick up good yardage on the play. You know, the best part of this defense is their defensive line and their interior Hello? Hey, who? What's up? None, B. Just watching the game, having a... What's up with you? None. Watching the game, having a... Do all I have to do is just... What's up? Yeah. Oh. All I have yeah. to do is yeah. Bud Light. Yes. Yeah. It is Bud Light. Bud Light. Yeah, so... Yeah. What it... Lizards. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, so that's, ad, a, that's great. That, ad, that campaign killed it for a while. It did. That campaign killed oh, it yeah. for a while. Yeah. yeah, and it was part of everyone's, like... People would say... What's up? Yeah, that way. Yeah. Forever afterward. That's yeah. the point of a good commercial. I still do it. That, Nobody knows yeah. what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, I'm gonna do one more. This one is the one from the 2010s. And, okay. and so all I'm gonna keep playing the entire clip that I have. Just say your name when you know it first, and you can guess first, okay? So I'm gonna play it right now. Mike, come on! Mike, what is your deal, oh, man? Oh, come on, man. You've been riding me all day. Mike, you're playing like Betty White out there. That's not what your okay. girlfriend oh, said. Baby. Oh, 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 you Snickers. Betty White, right when you got that one. I remember. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was one of those, that like, that, that was campaign, the very first one. That campaign is, I was going to say, still going on. The campaign of- You're not yourself when you're hungry. You're not yourself. Yeah. yeah. They've gone through a lot of different people for that. That's not what your mom said. 
from Betty White. <laughs> yeah. And that was also like peak Betty White. She was like yeah. going viral. She was hosting SNL. Like, I don't know well, why she got all famous all of a sudden. Because she was 80 something and hilarious. Yeah. And yeah. still doing things. But it's like, obviously, Golden Girls is not on anymore. So sure. it's not like she was like being platformed all the time. Well, so it was great. She was on Mary Tyler Moore. She was on Golden. I mean, she she was on TV for 60 years. Yeah. But like, you know, there are people yeah. that have been on oh, no, TV no. for a long time. For sure. And dip and then well, there's out. something funny about a, your mom joke from an 80-year-old woman. I love it. It's pretty great. So we'll sprinkle some more of those out throughout the show. So last night's game against the Nuggets was eerily similar to the four games they played against the Nuggets in the playoffs last year, which was, it was close more or less the whole night. The Lakers made a couple of runs at it. We are like, okay, maybe. And then right when it got time to kind of put the game away, the team with the better players just put the game away. The, the, The team with the better you know, record, put the game away. The team with the MVP of the league, put the game away. The team with the best second guy, put the team away. And it just, it was a fun game to watch, but it was also like, oh, right. There's mm-hmm. still this, I don't know if I want to go as far as fatal flaw, but there's still this fatal flaw that when it comes down to it, to be the, the ability to execute against another really good team, the other team has the advantage. Yeah, it was, um, I, I think you and I talked a little bit about it before the game. The surprise for me is the Lakers won that game. If Denver won, there was not going to be a surprise there. They almost have to play flawless against Denver. And, you know, something else to keep in mind, when they announced D'Lo's not playing, I'm yeah. like, all right, well, that's D'Angelo not play. They need everybody, and on top of that, they need to play really good basketball to beat the Denver Nuggets. But it's- You know what that means? You know what that description is? I need everybody. I need It means you're and not need, very good. And I need, I need everything to go <laughs> that, right. That's what that means. It means I need everything to go right. Right. R- and get a little bit lucky and hope something goes wrong for them. You, you've you mentioned this a couple times. You know how we looked at last year's playoff run. They needed everything to line up. Right. They took advantage of it. Right. And they got to the Western Conference Finals. But then they faced the Denver Nuggets, and it was just a matter of time if they're going to lose that game. Let me go back to what you said about the final couple of minutes left in yeah. the game. Did you ever feel like there was a moment that, hey, the Lakers might pull this thing out? Not really, no. Okay. I did. I'll tell you when it was. They hung around just enough. Now, they didn't help themselves. You're down 10 at halftime. You're basically playing uphill the entire second half. They hung around just enough to where, did they potentially pull this thing out? There was one specific play where I got fugazied. Okay? <laughs> okay. Um, Lakers are down three. Jackson Hayes comes out of nowhere to make a block on the other side. This yep. was with a couple minutes left. Mm-hmm. Makes a beautiful block. It's basically a five-point swing. Austin Reeves hits a three, and the game is tied. And you're like, we got a ball game. And at that moment, I'm like, I think the Lakers are going to win this game. Jamal Murray hits a three. Jamal Murray <laughs> hits a two. Um, uh, Austin Reeves makes a gamble, says, yeah. I'm going to go after you. We're already down five. Michael Porter Jr., one of, I mean, one of the purest shooters right now in the NBA, hits a three. They're down eight, and I felt like seven seconds had gone by. Right. It just happened like that. That's so, not l- unlike what it was last year, where, yeah. you know, okay, it's a fourth quarter. They're in it. They're, it's a five-point game, either way, right? It's just, okay, they, but when it's, okay, now, it has to happen now. Mm-hmm. It's the now of it all that they, especially like you said, against Denver, where Denver, it feels to me, they never get sped up. They never get put on tilt. Their best guys almost never make mistakes at really crucial moments. Yeah. And their second guys, whether it's Michael Porter Jr., whether it's Aaron Gordon, whoever you know, whoever that second guy happens to be at that time, steps up and makes a play. 
hits the right pass, gets a stop, a block, a steal, hits an open shot. Like th- their second guys just are ready to go in they those get moments. Better, they get better at the bigger moments. Yep. Austin Reeves wanted to have that moment. I know. He was trying. He 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 took a gamble. Yeah. And it didn't pay off. And he left the one person or many people. But you shouldn't have left him open, and obviously. I, but if that worked, it, it worked. It was, well, it was I, a I, good was gamble. Say, it just I, didn't pay I, off. I'm with you. I heard Barkley on TNT saying, "What is he doing?" I'm no, like, I liked now it. Five with a minute left. Yeah. Like, I don't mind the the gamble of that. You you have to steal one, yeah. like both literally and metaphorically. How did Jok- <laughs> By the way, is that was that not Jokic too? Can't even see behind him. He's like, yeah, I feel like somebody's coming. He forget that guy. Literally, he like, had a bad night last I, night. Exactly. And it was still, he was it, the best player of the quarter. He's one of those. Double. He he's gotten to that part right now where, no matter what he does, you're not like, are you kidding me? It's like, yeah, yeah he did it again. Mm-hmm. It, it's it, LeBron was like that for a long time. Tiger was like that. Kobe was like that. That there's just guys that. The, the only surprise is when it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. That when the shot rims out, when the putt didn't drop. When that's wait, wait, he missed. Not that he made a a. a 30 footer it's like well of course he did it's tiger woods it's mm. what he does no nobody makes 30 footers they go in like one out of 30 times and they just pour him in like it's a tap in it's like and only tiger did it that's that's where he is right now it's like did it by go? the way think about that for a second where you're putting him and and, it, and you're not wrong to put him there but this is the guy that was picked in the second round during a taco bell commercial <laughs> we need and to bring you just had him the, in the same sentence as Tiger and Kobe and some of these other players. I, because That's he's and, and again, he's got to do it for a much longer time to be there historically. Well, two time, but two right time now MVP. He's a Finals MVP. He'll probably win the MVP again also, this year too. Also, how long until Jokic has a Taco Bell commercial? He needs to have one right. By now. By the way, you're so. I, how is that not an That's ad? Good point. How is that not an ad? It should be where you Maybe literally are taking the. You know how they have uh, on the screen for the uh, draft. It's like who's been picked, mm-hmm. who's coming up, and then there's the commercial. That literally was happening while he was doing it. <laughs> All right. So the trade deadline yesterday was a dud. Yeah. Uh, the Lakers literally did nothing. Yeah. Now what? Yep. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. And for the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and the experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. So I want to talk about the trade deadline. We'll get to that in a second. But you said something interesting to me this morning that's been kind of bothering me, and I was hoping that you would bring it up on your own, but since you haven't done it, I'm just going to ask. You had a dream about me last night? Why were you in my dream, bro? I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. All right, here's what happened. (laughs) And, I, you know, dreams can get weird. Of course. This wasn't a weird dream. It was almost as if like it really happened and okay. it was like very much on brand. I was on brand or like we were like The whole thing I think was on brand. Okay. Um we finished the show and um you're basically saying, "Hey, let's go get something to eat." So far so good. And I'm telling you that nah, I don't think I can. And Sounds right. Yep. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like I don't it yeah, almost felt like right. this happened on Tuesday. That wasn't a dream <laughs> last night. It just was a typical Tuesday. Okay. And I'm trying to like explain to you, no, I'm supposed to be grabbing lunch with Michelle. And you're like, no, no, come on, let's just do it. We haven't got it in a while. And then you kind of start like you're coming up with ideas for the restaurant, even though I'm telling you like, <laughs> I don't, I can't do it. 
Here's the weird thing. Are you sure you weren't having like just deja vu? Were no, you no. actually asleep? No, but here's the weird thing. We were driving, like we were both oh. in a car together. Yeah, that's not. Too. That's I don't know if that's ever happened. Okay, so we're both in the car, and you know, you're basically like, "Hey, I I, I remember you saying something. Let's go get a good burger from like a good steakhouse," is what you were saying. So okay. Like, you you were also I felt like as part of your pitch, <laughs> as you were selling, right? Okay. It was hey, where'd I want to go? So you didn't give like a specific place, but you mentioned steakhouse. Let's go get a burger from, you know, they all got Fleming's, these places. You could go during lunchtime, happy hour. Got some good burgers there. So you, I felt like you were upping your game a little bit. Like initially I was like, no, I don't think I'm going to go. And then you started, now you're depending on where we go if that's good enough to, you know, be the difference there. So ultimately I turned you down. We didn't do it. So can I interpret this dream? This is, you went to bed hungry, first of all. And the manifestation of you being hungry yeah. was the person that you associate most closely with overeating, which yeah. is me. Thousand that- percent. I'm not kidding. I did go to bed hungry. Yeah, no, that's you didn't get the jumbo jack from the Lakers win yesterday. That's <laughs> why you weren't <laughs> two tacos. Two tacos. That's okay. what it is. I'm Let- basically a psychiatrist. I just completely analyzed that dream and nailed it. Let me uh, just add this here. So if you're watching on, or if you listen to us, I'm going to encourage you to go on YouTube here for a second. Um, Nathan is uh, out there, who's um, one of our employees here on the promotions department, is out in front of the Kobe statue, and he's basically got some a live feed. So it still has us. We're still doing our thing. But on the video, there is 10 a.m. is when the statue opened for the public to go out there. So he's got some great, great footage of all these Laker fans that are amassed together. They're on Chick Hearn Court. They're in front of the Kobe statue. And um, he's literally right below. What did I say? It's 19 feet high. It looks 19 feet high with what he's shown. So for those that want to see and be a part of the mix of what's going on right now at the Kobe statue, go on our YouTube on ESPN LA and you'll get a, a, a great a great shot of it. So I got here this morning about, I don't know, 645. Okay. And I parked my car, P2. And I, I decided I'm going to get a Starbucks this morning. I don't, I don't do that very often. I usually make my coffee in here. But I'm like, I want to get a Starbucks this morning. So I took the escalator up from the parking lot, which kind of routes you out into the Microsoft uh, Theater plaza. Square yeah. or whatever, Peacock Theater, whatever, the, the plaza right here. Keep in mind, it's not even 7 o'clock in the morning. There was security about every oh, yeah. eight feet or so from that escalator to the Starbucks to our front door, and the entire area is blocked off, and there were already slee people all over the place in Kobe gear, like in Kobe jerseys and Laker hats and, and hoodies and the whole thing yep. that even three hours plus before they, the availability to yeah. get to next to it and take pictures and all that, people were already starting to queue up. And, and this is the view you want, right? Yeah. Like as cool as yesterday was, it was under a tent, it was this, it was that. This is, when you come to crypto moving forward, you come to LA Live, this is the scene that you want. And uh, like I said, go on our YouTube, it's up there. And uh, people are taking photos, videos, the whole thing. So talking a lot about basketball today, but of course it is a Bud Light Football Friday on 710 as we get you ready for Super Bowl weekend. And this weekend, be sure to crack open a Bud Light. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Pick up Bud Light at your local convenience store today for Super Bowl Sunday. Bud Light Football Friday all day long on 710 ESPN. Nathan, a little to the left, more steady. Okay, <laughs> Stop moving your elbow. You got to get in one of those gyro cams. That's like, right? Put your elbow in. <laughs> exactly. 
Exactly. Gimbal? Exactly. A gimbal. Thank you. That's what yeah. I was going for. Is it? Did I get? What did I say? Uh, you said gyro, gyro cam. I think that's gyro. right. Too. No, he wants, he wants gyros. Yeah. No, he wants no, no. Gyros. That's different. That's the sandwich. Yeah, I know. That's what <laughs> yeah. you're thinking of. Because yeah, I no, brought up gyro. lunch yesterday. <laughs> you're, you went to gyros. Could be. By the way, of, amazing, of the gyros, I know that traditionally that's lamb. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. Prefer the chicken one. That's I fine. Prefer the chicken yeah. one. That's but, fine. Yeah. I've had beef before too. Yeah. Beef, beef's okay, but like of all the things, like with the tzatziki but, but and just, the tomatoes and the know, cucumbers, let's go a little chicken. <laughs> okay, I know you know this already. Lamb is the OG. Of yeah. No, I know. Yeah. 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 I, and yeah, I, I got those special like French fries that Caleb Williams hates. Right. <laughs> right. You know, all this chatter right now is making me think of Sunday. And what I'm gonna what what I'm gonna order? Come on, man! Just just ruin my Monday. Don't ruin my Friday. You know where I screw up? The only thing I don't like what I've done about my football Sundays. Obviously, it's Indian food. The only thing <laughs> I don't like that I've done is I haven't I haven't sent you a photo. I gotta send you photos because that's gonna probably anger you more. But then it's also gonna drive you to eat Indian food within the next thirty days. No, that's not in my rotation. Indian food. <laughs> I bet you I've had it three times in my life. It's just not something that I seek out. Mario, do you like do you like Indian food? Uh, with Travis, the spices. I've probably yeah, had a handful no? of yeah. them. I like Emily? Indian food, but I tend to have like the white people order, which is butter chicken and that's non. Okay. And no, 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 that's, it's always great. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I go white people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't dislike it. I just never seek it out. Mm-hmm. Like basically everything that you talk about with the exception of the ramen. sushi oh. is something like ramen. I like it, but I never go get it. I love yeah. ramen. I, I, I like it too, but it's not something Same. that yeah. I go, you know what I'd like today? Yeah. Much less on <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday, Sliwa partition. <laughs> Bothers me a great deal. Shun, reshun. Right. Yeah. Susan and I do that when we're in the car. So, you know, obviously, I, more often than not, I'm driving and she's sitting in the, the front passenger seat. And one or the other of us will start to bother the other one with some sort of topic that the other one doesn't want to talk about. So we do an invisible partition between the two of us. Like, all right, partition's up. We're done with this. All right, Jorge, so I'm play partitioning, partition by Beyonce I, I, at 11. Yeah, I'm partitioning your Indian food on Super Bowl Sunday. i got to send you some photos. I'm, you know, see, now you've done a thing. If I get a photos. text from you on Sunday, just delete. Just slide it to the right, delete. No, I don't. If I'm sending you a, fo- a photo of food. it's gonna, No, not, not. Look, send it to me on Monday. Save them and send them all to me on Monday because it'll put me in a headspace that I don't want to be in. Uh, ask Slee. And don't ask him what he's eating for Super Bowl Sunday. Coming up next, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 13, right? That's the number. 13 years in a row that Rotolo Chevrolet has been named Dealer of the Year. And they do it because, well, obviously they're awesome, right? I have my Silverado from Rotolo Chevrolet. We have another Rotolo vehicle in our fleet. I'm a huge fan, and you will be too if you get out there and see what it is that they're doing every day. Go find out for yourself what all that fun is about. See why Mike Capozio is dancing. See why they've won Dealer of the Year 13 years in a row. It's because they have the vehicle you're looking for at the price that you want, and the customer service is going to make you come back time and time and time again. Courteous, upfront, transparent. You're going to feel good about it. Think about the cars you've bought. Have you always felt good about it when you're done? I think I know the answer, and you do too. That's why you go to Rotolo Chevrolet, because you're going to feel great about the treatment that you get. Right off the 210 freeway, Sierra Avenue exit, right there in Fontana. Can't miss it. And if you can't go in, go online. RotoloChevy.com. R-O-T-O-L-O. RotoloChevy.com. And tell them that Travis sent you. I always like being able to ask this question. Would you like to start on Twitter or on the phone, Al? Let's get in that phone line. Let's get into the phone line. Let's go to Downey and Jason. You're up, Jay. What's going on? Before I get to my Ashley, if someone out there wants to make a tiki masala dip 
Yep. I'm all for it. Yeah, that I'm, sounds incredible. I'm with you, brother. I'm with you. Let's hang Try out together. That. Yeah, you and I. Just not on Super Bowl Sunday. So my, <laughs> my athlete for today is what's worse, Al? Somebody wearing um, different gear to a sporting event that teams aren't even playing, or someone trying to get the last inches of their um, of their team's gear for a Super Bowl party and their teams aren't even playing. Can you repeat the second one again? He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. I didn't get it either. I, I, I was literally going to say okay, the same let, thing. Let I did me, not catch the second part. Emily, did you part. catch it? No. Okay, yeah. let, let, let me just answer the first part then. Is it annoy me when people are at a sporting event and they're rocking the team that has nothing to do with it? Nuggets, Lakers across the street last yeah. night. Somebody's got a Suns jersey on. Spurs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's weird. It doesn't annoy me. Now, I'm asking my own questions. I'm a little bit confused. It doesn't make all that much sense to me, but it doesn't annoy me. It doesn't bother me that somebody's doing that. I've actually seen this before. You know, randomly, I'll go to, uh, I'll just use it as an example. I think Dodgers is a good example of this. I go to a Padres game, and it's Padres versus the Angels. That was one of the games I went to. And plenty of good seats available. And I saw, <laughs> I saw somebody, I saw somebody with a Dodgers hat on. Okay, I get it. That's more of a, I'm here, I'm going to the game, and I'm, I've yeah. seen Giants fans yeah. wear a hat at a game. Or, mm-hmm. But I, why do I and feel like LA, in the NBA, why do I feel like for NBA? Well, the, the hat is a little different because it's there's a function component yeah. to it. Maybe right? that's what it is in. Because I feel like the NBA would be more awkward to see it than I would to see some an opposing cap at a baseball game. As well as um, LA, like Dodger hats and New York hats are almost synonymous. Like you don't have to know even that they're connected to these two teams. Yeah. People just like to wear why well, LA I, and I, New I York I think hats. I mentioned to you guys when I was in Tokyo they're not being worn. Yankees and Dodgers hats are not being worn because they know that Will yeah. Smith bats here in the lineup. It's a fashion thing. Yeah, like yeah. It's, it's like just people more of a wearing fashion. some kits from other yeah. teams. They don't even really recognize it. I have one from Daniel Tapia, and he says, I don't what? get to go? Well, you technically... <laughs> Yeah, and what is going on here, man? Like, I feel like you don't want Travis a part of the show today. Wow. Shun. So, Dale Tapia says, what's worse, to have everyone forget your name or have everyone mistake you for someone else? So, uh, say they say buddy to you all the time instead of saying Alan or calling you Jacob. (laughs) No, for me, it's if somebody doesn't know your name, like... And they should know your name. That's probably as disrespectful as it can get. That for for me, it's if You're not wrong. if 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 <laughs> they're you know I I don't need to be an Alex or anything like that. It's like it's Alan. And if you don't know it's Alan, and I'm I'd rather them say Buddy than they get the actual name wrong. That to me is much more so. Disrespectful. I'm going to split the hair here a little bit. It's the same thing. They don't know who you are. They, they they think that you either, A, are an anonymous person that they don't give a damn about, or they haven't taken the time to learn that you're Alan instead of Alex. You're different than I'm okay with somebody you know not knowing me, but somebody who has any kind of like... Well, no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not saying you're walking down the street and they sure, don't sure, know sure, who you are, sure. but somebody that you've met more than twice should probably know your yeah. name. Yeah. I, I You know my hey, deal. buddy. You know, I, this is I, this hey, is guys. this is probably the the worst representation of who I am as a human being. I love to reintroduce myself to people I know I've met and I know it's going to bother them. Awesome. I just love. It. Hey, nice to meet you. I'm Travis. 
And you get this look like, seriously, we're doing this again? I love it. I what if, absolutely What if they love throw it. at you, um, oh, great to meet you as well. Never happens that way. But I'm saying they, gotta, they, they need to be, they got to deliver. You got to play the, offense with offense. The defeat is wonderful, and I look forward to it every single time. Here's one. I have Francis and Glendale. <laughs> yeah, nice try. Nice right. hey, I was next. I'm using yeah, that. Oh, yeah, my bad. My <laughs> bad. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll take the rest of the day. No, no, I insist. I lost mine already. Okay. Chrissy, I like this. This is an interesting one because I think – the three of us will have a different answer here. Okay. Um, everyone says that you can't go wrong getting girls flowers for Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. What's the equivalent for girls to get guys? Are you, are you talking about for Valentine's Day? Just yeah. the thing that no, yeah, Valentine's Cause, Day cause or birthday. I, I don't just, remember. Like the, every person you've ever dated has gotten yeah. this at some point in time. I'll tell you what I think I've got that always stands out to me. It's very simple. Now anybody's going to sit here and say, if Michelle writes me something, you know, in a card that is actually thoughtful, that actually takes a couple of minutes, you know, something like that, it's a good chance I'm holding on to that thing. Like, it's very meaningful. It's very, I'm a very appreciative that, and she's always going to write something sweet or whatever the case is. So I, I, I probably lean towards a card or something written. So- All right. Oh, sorry, Em. That that was actually not even intentional. I thought we were talking from the guy's point of view, but my bad. But Uh, I want to clarify the way that I think about this question you asked me is that I think that you're asking, it's not that these are things are like super thoughtful things because flowers can be thoughtless and very thoughtful. Right. It's kind of, but it's also something that is not out of the ordinary. Right. So what is the not out of the ordinary, but can be thoughtful and thoughtless thing that girls get guys? Is that the question you're asking? I think that that, that was my interpretation of it. Okay. So yes. wait, Jorge, so yeah, what do you think? The equivalent of flowers. Uh, I mean, I'm very, Brenda knows I'm, I'm very simple. Like take me out of dinner, give me a 12 pack. I, I was, I was going to say for you, yeah. it's a 12 pack of Modelo's. Give me a 12 pack of Modelo's, a couple yes. of limes and then chips. I don't Negra. Know. Exactly, negras yeah. too. Uh, <laughs> you know, chips. I know sabritones. This is like lime and, yeah. and chili chips. Always appreciative too yeah. if like she makes a dish that she knows you like. Yeah, uh, goes out of her way to oh, say, yeah. "All right, For I'm sure. gonna I'm gonna cook up Mole, whatever bro. it is." Mole so, modelos, bro. Eminem. <laughs> generic <laughs> thing for me that I think that all girls think about getting their guy if they don't have a specific thing that this guy likes that is a is a tangible thing. I think is cologne, socks, or a tie. I okay. think that, like, generally, I know you can shake you, your head. You, I'm you know just what saying I throw that generally girls that nah. I know buy their boys this. And no, because, okay, because girls don't want flowers all the time. Yeah. It's nice to have flowers, yep. but we don't necessarily want them. Guys, I'm assuming you don't necessarily want these things, but girls think that you want them. Ties. I, smell. I like. I know so few people that still wear ties, and cologne is very different. You either are a cologne person or you're not, right? There's not that middle, like sometimes I do, sometimes I do. 11 don't. sprays every morning. And that's like morning. flowers. Some girls don't A hundred percent. For me specifically, like the, the equivalent of Jorge's Modelo's and Chips, mm-hmm. golf oh, balls. Yeah. Golf balls. For you. It it's like, it just, there's never, and it's like one of those things. That you... You can tell me how much you're paying attention by the type of golf balls you give me. The the ones that are at the grocery store for four dollars, I know that what you've done, and I know the real <laughs> ones that you have to go find at a real place. Yeah, like for a long time, I would get my dad like the same things. I would like for like when I was growing up as a kid, I'd get him ties a lot because he's a teacher, so he would wear ties to work and stuff. I would get socks, but now I've been much more like catered to because my dad, not that it wasn't, but he's more of a person I talk to that I have a relationship with that yep. is like a real person. Yep. 
as opposed to like man. You know, it's just a good man here, and we all kind of go, yeah, cool, a hoodie. Yep. He doesn't wear hoodies. He doesn't wear hoodies. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, then a hoodie with a tie. For him, it's tie around and or something with right I still get Christmas, birthday, everything. They're still getting me like the same Macy's dress shirt. I'm like, I'm not going to wear this. <laughs> Again, this for 14 Polo, years. Polo. Just make sure there's a gift receipt in the bag. In <laughs> <laughs> One more quick one. When someone gives you a birthday card, do you keep it or do you throw it away the same day? Um... If somebody's actually giving me a birthday card, there's a good chance I'm going to keep it. It's going to go into a drawer. I'm not probably going to look at it for a long time. And then when you go back to the drawer, like, oh, there's eight years worth of birthday cards. They go straight in the trash. Here's the one thing I will tell you. If you send me something around the holidays with a photo of you and your family, God bless it. And I know that they, they're sending it out to everybody. Those I'm not going to keep. Like, I don't know what, I don't oh, know what to do with those. Oh, Brenda, Don't send it to this guy no more. I'm sorry. Right? I, I don't know what to do with those. I don't put know what to put do it on those. the fridge. I know. but uh, A little bulletin board in the yeah. kitchen. Oh, the magnet was a little extra. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For the magnet. Sometimes it's a little bit of surprise that I got it from that. I'm yeah. like, wow, I didn't know I was in the rotation in so, that. So it's if it's about you, yeah, but if it's trying to share the joy of a beautiful family, it goes in the garbage. <laughs> That's what I got. Yeah, don't send me a rookie picture. Yeah. It's going to go in the trash. Your oh, family I, I is will, garbage, Jorge. I will not be sending those. That's not happening. By the way, I was thinking about it. I've only gotten one flowers on a first date, and I still remember it. It, positively or negatively? Positively, of okay. course. That's a great because move. Because that was very, it was very Thoughtful. like out of the ordinary. Okay, and it was very nice. So, the, the reason I asked was, yeah. I was curious if like this is trying a little too hard. I did. No. I, yeah. It was, okay. it was very earnest okay. in, in a good way. So guys, that they're listening, what I type think of flowers? It was. Um, I think it was a little bit of tulips, a little bit of lilies. Love not kind of crazy. I, I like tulips and lilies, but it's not like we because it was a first date, so he didn't know my preference. I did it once, but I it, it, it was uh, I went out with a girl who lived with a single mother, so I brought flowers for her and the mother. Oh, see, guys, yeah, there you're listening. There you it's go. a good, see? it's a good thing. Go. It yeah. separates you from the rest. <laughs> now, that's starting to skip the. Well, okay, I got you. <laughs> Rob Palinka uh, said they tried, but it wasn't there. Did he say too much? That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.